0: I I really believe that um, many of us here want to see revival. I really believe that with all my heart, that we want to see revival. We want to see it. We want to experience it. We want to be a part of it. We want to see Jesus actually do something incredible right across Australia. But if we want to see uh, revival, a Holy Spirit-led revival, then we have got to be Spirit-fed and Spirit-led. We've got to be spirit-led and spirit-fed. I I firmly believe that with all my heart. We've got to be people of the Holy Spirit. We are a Pentecostal church. Okay, That simply means that we rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to do what God tells us to do and to say what God tells us to do. Got to do it. Spirit-fed, spirit-led. Spirit-led, spirit-fed. Romans 8.14 says, because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Now many Christians think being led by the Holy Spirit is difficult. We're hesitant to use the gifts of the Holy Spirit because we're not sure that we've heard from the Holy Spirit. We think we're stepping out in something we've just thought of ourselves. So we do nothing. But I believe that God speaks to us more than we ever give Him credit for, or ourselves credit for. I believe that you hear from God with a greater ability than you thought possible. In the early part of the book of Acts, uh, most of the stuff happens in and around Jerusalem, and we read in Acts the the stories of the growth of the early church. Uh, was the early church led by the Holy Spirit, do you think? They had nothing else. The, the apostles absolutely were. We see miracles, healings, signs and wonders. We see souls saved. We see great radical change in entire communities and cities. But the church never got out of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. You might ask this morning, or maybe that this evening, where was the church supposed to go? In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, But you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The church is to go to the ends of the earth. See, I remember as a kid one day sitting in my dad's car and sitting behind the driver's wheel and pretending to drive. HQ Holden, 1972. A beast of a machine. But the car wouldn't go anywhere. As hard as I tried, I could not turn the steering wheel because it wasn't switched on and it wasn't going to go... Anywhere. The car wasn't moving. And that's what happened in Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit wanted to use the, ch- the whole church, but it was stuck and going nowhere. The Holy Spirit was saying to the church, come on, move, follow me, see what I'm already doing, and partner with me in it. And it w- what it finally took for the church... The gathering of believers to get out of Jerusalem was persecution. that sound familiar to us today? There's stuff happening around our world right now. Romans 8:5 says, "Those who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset on what the nature desires, that nature desires. That those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. There is a shift coming this year from us to God. How do we start then by being led by the Holy Spirit to set our minds on what the Holy Spirit wants from us? There's three things I believe that God wants us to do. Number one, wants us to have faith in God. Romans ten seventeen says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. It means reading, meditating on it, and having faith in the word. If the if the word of God says it, then we're asked to believe it. If the word of God says something; we're to place faith in it that that's what God is saying to us. Sometimes a scripture will come alive specifically to you because God wants to get something through you. You are like this faith being burst birthed in your spirit to believe what's written on the page that it would become a reality in our world wherever we go whether it's in the school whether it's in our workplaces where it's in our communities wherever it is if it's written on the page in our bible God wants us to believe that and to step out in faith on that word we have to believe the truth of the word of God John seventeen seventeen says Jesus said sanctify them by the truth your word is truth The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth. He will always line up with the Word of God, which He Himself inspired. He will line you up with how He inspired the writer of the Scriptures because He knows the intent and the purpose of those Scriptures to come alive in people's hearts. Therefore, He can actually partner together because He knows what God intended from that Scripture. And He will lead you and guide you as you read that Scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Examine yourselves to see whether you're in the faith. Test yourselves, it says. How do we test our faith? Well, when the Holy Spirit tells you to do something or say something, do you do it? It's a simple test. See, faith requires action. We must start the car and put it in gear and drive it. However, I do recommend you have a driver's license. The Holy Spirit is saying, come on, get in, start it up and drive it. Give me something to work with, the Holy Spirit's saying. Are we willing to do what the Spirit of God is saying to us? Is there a desire in our hearts to step out in faith on the Word of God to do what God asks us to do? But what if it's not the Holy Spirit? Well, Romans eight fifteen to 16 says, You didn't receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the Spirit of Sonship. The Spirit of, of Him by which we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. This word testify, it means, or, or, or to bear witness, means to testify jointly or to agree. It, it says that if the Spirit testifies with our spirit, not to In other words, there's going to be this inner witness. There's going to be this agreement that we have. We know that we know that this is a right word and we step out in faith on it. If we only have a mustard seed of faith, we've got enough faith. Secondly, feed on the things of the Spirit. Feed on the things of the Spirit. Firstly, we've got to have faith, but then feed on the things of the Spirit. Whether we want to admit it or not, our lives are constantly bombarded by the culture of the world and not the culture of the Spirit or the Word of God. What we feed grows, what we starve dies. Sadly, there are some starving and anemic Christians. We've got to feed on the Word of God. We want the, like the gifts of the Spirit to grow in us. Then we've got to feed that. We've got to start to read stories about people accessing and using the Spirit of God, by having words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Start to step out in those sorts of areas. Feed on the Word of God. Believe. Read the Word of God. Put your name in that 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 space there, and and, and believe that it's you speaking in that moment. You know, like on the things of the Spirit, like uh, revivalist biographies. Read about Finney. Read about uh, Edwards and people like that, read about uh, Billy Graham, read about these great men and, and women of God get the, what they what the Spirit of God did in their lives and start to appropriate say God if you did it for them you could do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Start to feed where the Spirit of God has already been at work. get around people who are moving in that stuff already, hang around with them and ask them to get lay hands on you yeah, yeah. that the spirit that's on them would be on you. Get around God's stories, life-giving messages and teaching, inspiring people. Get around them. Have the faith to do that and step out. Let the Spirit of God stir something up in our spirit. Let Him light a fire in us. We need the fire of God. We need the Spirit of God to breathe on us, to blow on us once more. Make the shift and get alone with God and listen for His voice. Thirdly, be willing to do what He says. Have faith, fill your life, feed on the things of the Spirit, but then have a willingness to do what He says. James one22 to twenty-five says, "Do not be merely a listen, or do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says." Anyone who listens to the word but does not do it is uh, what, what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he's heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he's heard. Is that what it says? No, it's not. He'll be blessed in what he hears. No. He'll be blessed in what he does, by what he does. There's a blessing that comes in the doing, not in the hearing. It's great to hear from God, but it's more blessed to do what God says. You want a blessing of God in your life? Do what he says. Have a willingness to step out in faith. It comes in speaking up, reaching out, giving, serving, loving, forgiving. Do we want to be Spirit-led? Yeah. Then we need to be Spirit-fed. Yeah. Are we going to shift from us to God and be led by the Holy Spirit this year? Yeah. Revival started in the heart of God and the Holy Spirit leads us into what God's already doing. So let revival stir in our hearts As it is already in God's. See, we may think that those early revivals in the 1800s, 1900s, they were great revivals. But I want to tell you that revival started way earlier than that. Revival was in Exodus, in the early book of Exodus. The the people of God cried out to God in, in Egypt. God heard their voice, and revival broke out through Moses. You've got to start to see things in the way that they are. There was a group of men with David in the cave of Adullam. They were discontent, whatever. But God got a hold of that group of men, created revival through them and those men became David's mighty men and they changed a the nation. God got a hold of 12 men in Jerusalem, and change the world. Where is the Holy Spirit leading us? Is the Holy Spirit leading us to pray for Ukraine tonight? We should be. Maybe to serve in our church or to speak to our neighbours and start a friendship to study at Alpha Crucius College, to answer uh, the, the leading of the Holy Spirit into a season of preparation for our future. Some of you think I'm joking about this, but I believe that God is speaking to people about that, about preparing yourself for what God wants in your future. To start a prayer meeting at lunchtime, young people. I've read of stories where a group of young people got together in a school and started to pray for revival in their lunchtime. And what God started to do in that lunchtime, it went beyond lunchtime into the next uh, uh, study period, into the next one and the next one. The the teacher started to look for where the students were. They found them in a classroom uh, that was used during the school uh, lunchtime and they found them there on their faces seeking God and it changes what happened in that school. Why can't that happen here? If someone will have the courage enough to take the leading of the Holy Spirit and say, you know what I feel the Spirit of God is doing and saying, let's get together and pray this lunchtime. What could happen in the school, and in particular a Christian school maybe, if revival broke out in a Christian school? Oh my goodness. Where is the Spirit of God leading us? Is it to become a youth or a kids leader? Perhaps to give to missions through our community pantry or maybe partnering with us as we reach out locally, nationally and internationally. Maybe perhaps God's calling you to be a missionary himself. Right now, I want to speak to our young people directly. I want your attention, your focused attention right here. Where is the Spirit of God leading you. Where is the Holy Spirit leading you tonight? I want to say to you, have faith in God. I want to say to you, feed yourself on the things of the Spirit. Instead of using Google to look up the latest games and the stats that go with them, Look up about what the Holy Spirit did in a revival and say, God, what you did here, would you do in my heart? Feed on the things of the Spirit. Then do what God says. Young people, do what God says. I know it's tough doing what your parents say. But do what God says. The rewards will be better. If we do those things, young people, if we do those things, church, you'll live a life that will be adventurous, it will be dangerous, but above all else, it will be the best life you'll ever live. Won't be boring. It won't be easy either. But it will be a, a walk with God That you could tell your children and your grandchildren about and inspire the next generation to do what you did, but better, bigger, deeper, longer, harder, and see a nation changed. Don't live life following the way of this world, live life by following Jesus. Can we stand? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for tonight. I thank you for the power of your presence. I thank you for the the words of encouragement that have been brought. I thank you for the declarations and the releases that have been given over people's lives tonight. And I pray that for whoever those words were for, that they penetrated into their hearts and that they bring about a godly change, a leading of your spirit that takes them into all that you have for them. But in this moment, Lord, I ask you to help us to have faith in you. Lord, that you would stir up within us to seek out the things and to feed upon the things of the Spirit. And I ask you, Lord, to give us this courage to step out and to do what you have asked us to do, to be willing to do anything that you say, no matter what it is, no matter how silly it may sound to us, because you've got someone you're trying to reach. And Lord, if you need to use us to do that, then do it. Lord, I pray that there's coming a, a revival, that, that starts in us tonight. Lord, that we can see this community completely transformed by all that you're doing. By all that you're doing. So I want us, Lord, to say yes to you tonight. I want us to say yes to you. I want us to say yes to you. Holy Spirit, would you use us? Just like Isaiah said, he said, Lord, here am I, send me. Lord, here are we, send us. Send us. Lord, this church has got to get beyond the walls of this building and out into the community. We need to be a people, with a a, a church without walls. We need to be a people who are willing to reach out and to, to step out as we are led and fed by you. Because I know, Lord, where you lead, you take us into a greater place. Father, I thank you for that tonight in Jesus' name. Just one last thing before we call it tonight. Jesus, when he was led by the Spirit, he went in in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. But he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit because he was led and he followed the Holy Spirit and what he'd asked him to do. If you're wanting to see God move in power through you, then let the Holy Spirit lead and to start to fill you and to teach you. It says that he fasted for 40 days in the wilderness. Now that may have been, and I've got nothing to prove this, it's just a supposition on my behalf. He fasted food for 40 days, but if he's been led in the wilderness by the Holy Spirit, I believe that the Holy Spirit sustained him with food that we know not of. Jesus himself said it when he was ministering to the woman at the well. And the disciples came back and they saw how Jesus was different. He changed. And he said, we've got some food here. He says, I've had food that you know not of. Jesus had access through the power of the Holy Spirit to things that he needed to continue to to help to uh, sustain him in that moment. We have that same access. You will be given things to say before kings before employers, before teachers, that will capture their attention. Father, lead us by your Spirit. Feed us by your Spirit. Make us hungry for the things of God. Make us hungry for your Word. Help us to open up the Word of God, to draw upon your strength and your anointing. Father, to do what you've called us to do in Jesus' name. And everyone who agrees with that and is willing to do everything I've just said tonight, say, I'm going to do it.